This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk, uh, part of the Rams Monthly Review Show. Uh, this is uh, a bit of a reaction show today. Uh, as you'll all already know, a lot has happened today. You know, we're recording this on the 24th of June, 2022. We've had two major things occur. There was official confirmation that David Clowes has bought the stadium, is now the firm preferred bidder and has put in a £1.3 million loan in order to pay running costs for the month of June which is great news. It's fantastic. It means we avoid a three-point deduction, which we had suspended last year. However, we've also lost our manager and I guess our figurehead in Wayne Rooney. And and I've got three great lads here with me today uh, looking to kind of dissect it, react to it, unload our emotions about it. And uh, I'm first joined by James Cotton. You're right, James. Yes, mate, are you? Oh, we've had better days, haven't well, we? We've yeah, had... we have. Yeah. <laughs> we've had better days. How are you, Callum? Oh, can can we just have a simple day, please? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be nice. It'll be nice. That's Callum Bucock. And uh, and we've got Jamie Page, who's who's back again. Hello, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I think okay will <laughs> will will be okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's probably not the vibe we're hoping for on the day where we had massive, massive news. And I guess to sort of get it out of the way, um, we'll first talk about Wayne Rooney leaving. I mean, he made a huge difference last year. You know, fans of other clubs all say, well, he took you down, he got you relegated, he's got one of the worst win percentages in Derby manager history. But if you look at what we're going through, the deductions we had, the team we had, he did a really good job. And the way he brought people together was unbelievable. So... James, what, when you saw that news, when you saw it flash up, as I'm sure all of us did, what, what were you thinking? What went through your head? Well, first reaction was I was driving home. It was Friday night. I was thinking, yes, it's the weekend. Brilliant. And then I heard Colin Gibson. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's put paid to my weekend, to be honest with you. Um, shocked. I uh, wasn't expecting it. Um, but once the kind of initial shock kind of settles, you, you think to yourself, right, well, who who then takes over? Um, I, I don't feel any bad feeling towards Rooney at all. Um, in fact, there's, there's, there's part of me that really doesn't blame him. Uh, and I think I probably would have walked away sooner than what, what he has taken into account, what he's had to be able to put up with uh, over, over the past 18 months or so. Um, you know, Finding things out on social media, 
um, about going into administration, the the poor communication from the, the administrators once they've been in because they've been nothing short of shocking. Um, and obviously kind of leaving us in the situation that we're in now with five players, two that we, we might be able to extend contracts on, um, others that we've offered contracts to. Um, and, uh, you know, facing a, a season in a very, very tough League One. Um I, I can't fault him for sticking around as long as what he has. To be yeah. honest, he's not. He's not. He's not a derby. He's not derby through and through like like we are. You know, he's he mm. bought up in Toxteth or Croxteth, whatever it's called in in Liverpool. He's he's a he's a he's a blue. And if it was Everton, would he probably have stuck around a little bit longer? Yeah, probably. But it isn't. This is Derby. Um, and I think last season he he did more than what any of us expected that he was going to be able to do. Um, he, he galvanised the the team, the players, you know, the, the staff, um, and along came the fans with that as well. Um, and I've never seen togetherness like it. So I can only thank him for um, his service. Um, he's done a he's done a brilliant job in the in the circumstances. But you you automatically start thinking, right? Well, who do we who do we now get in? And it's possibly time for a clean break. Mm. Um, new ownership, new players, new management. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's confused. It's, it's tough, isn't it? It is really, really tough. And I mean, you know, something that you mentioned there was was about the fact that he could have gone sooner. Uh, mm. You know, we wouldn't have blamed him. We had the likes of Everton sniffing around, Burnley sniffing yeah. around. He's, he's, you know, as we mentioned before, yes, if you look at his stats, it doesn't tell the full story. The things that he's done for this football club have been incredible. But it does seem weird, doesn't it, a little bit, Callum, you know, the fact that he's gone now of all times, you know, we, we heard that the um, the new owners and the administrators want him to stay on. You know, everyone wanted him to stay. It was his decision. It just feels a bit strange, doesn't it? I mean, today was a, a euphoric day. I mean, I was out in a garden having some drinks, uh, celebrating the fact that, you know, we, we might actually finally have an owner. Live in my phone, the manager's gone. It, doesn't it seem weird that it's happened today? Yeah, when you when you look at it um, in terms of just probably real time, uh, and and it's come um, probably short, sharper, and quick. Yes, uh, I think when you look at probably the circumstances in and around everything, um, look, I think everyone, no one's. You probably find one or two people that probably got ill feelings towards him for doing this, um, but vast majority of Derby fans are gonna remember the season that we've had with him um, and under the circumstances um, that that it was, it was probably one of the most enjoyable seasons. Um, and I think, like you said, about timing, look, Kirchner was probably his um, preferred owner and, and bidder. I think the writing was on the wall when you look at it in hindsight and you look at it from kind of um, a step back. Um, as soon as he pulled out, we'll, Rooney was probably uh, right and was on the wall that he would probably move on. Um, I think, like you said, it's just that it had to be on the day where where fans finally have something to get uh, their teeth into, have something positive to look at. Um, a local businessman that's got the club at heart, season ticket holders, goes home and away, and, and it's finally like the light at the end of the tunnel that, has seemed never ending um, mm. for the last 18 months. Um, 
and and that and about half five for that to kind of be overshadowed by your manager leaving and it kind of leaves you as james said well what what now who who looks at appointing the next manager is is it is it david or is it the administrators look players arriving back on monday like we've got probably three or four and and some under 16s <laughs> yeah it's it's the reality of the situation is it i mean it looked bleak before but when we saw new ownership coming in, you know, we've got Wayne Rooney as our manager. We've seen the pull that he has already. You think, okay, Rooney's here. We're going to bring players in. Players are going to be eager. They're going to want to join. I mean, think of the preparation that must have got in over the previous few months regarding signings. You know, Rooney spoke about it towards the end of the season. He knew who he wanted to bring in. And now he's gone. So where do we go from here? You know, we, are we starting from scratch again? You know, you've got Liam Rossinia, who many have said is kind of the natural replacement, you know, just following the same trajectory as we do before. You know, we sack a manager, someone internally replaces them. If we keep following that, then, you know, Rossinia seems to be the man. But if, if Rossinia goes, all of a sudden, all the continuity, all the momentum and everything from last season is gone. The style of play that we had, the way... The way we approach games, the way everything worked with the fans is changed. And that worries me going into this season. I'll be honest, it really worries me because, you know, we're in a terrible situation already. And now all of a sudden it's been made 10 times harder by losing the figurehead. So, yeah, just worried. And, and Jamie, sorry, I know we've, we've talked for a while. You've, you've just had to sit and listen to us, uh, listen to us be, be sad for a little bit. What... How, how did it make you feel, mate? I mean, what, what were you thinking when you saw it? How have you reacted? And, and yeah, how, what do you see us doing going forwards? If I'm honest, I thought it was a fake account to begin with. It got, it got shared in a, a group uh, chat and I honestly thought that someone had knocked up a, a Photoshop and, and, you know, maybe a Forest fan wants to kind of poke some fun or something. So didn't believe it to begin with. Um, obviously visited the the uh, the official page and was was just shocked. Um, don't understand why now, why it's not happened weeks before. Um, just trying to get my head around it, really. Um, I think you know, as a lot of people have, have kind of commented on social media and and probably having conversations tonight, that the club is the most important thing. So we can't put anyone else above the club and, and we've really got to take the news that we've got a new owner coming in as, yeah, as, as a positive and, and the big, the big story of the day. Um, but it's just a shame that, that Rooney can't be part of that, you know, that kind of mm, yeah. rebirth and, 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 and potentially kind of keeping players that we may now see the, see the back of, you know, I think of the likes of Rav, I know he's been, He's been linked with championship clubs today. Um, I think that's potentially put kind of the the nail in the coffin for him. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm still trying to digest it. Um, my personal preference is I think we've we've got to look at, at Liam. Um, I think he's been fantastic alongside Wayne. Um, and we don't know really how much credit he got for last season because Wayne was the face, you know. Um, we're not there on the training pitch. We're not there in the the changing room. We're not seeing the individual chats that he's having with players. Um, 
and and really what he's doing. So in my mind, I think he's the perfect replacement. But equally, uh, I understand other fans that are saying, look, actually, we've got five players. We need an experienced manager who's got numerous contacts, who can get us going quite quickly um, and keep us in League One. Because right now, I mean, that's got to be the aim. I see bookies put us at third, fourth favourites for this league. And that's just mind-boggling. We need to stay up, and that's that's the that's really is the aim. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's it, isn't it? Um, staying in the league is the most important thing, and one of the things you mentioned there, the club is the big story of the day. I mean, a lot of people will disagree. I'm sure top six fans will disagree that you know Derby is bigger than Wayne Rooney. You know, obviously Wayne Rooney is he's a huge name. He's done so much in football. He's done so much for Derby, but Derby is a club can live without Wayne Rooney. There was life before and there's going to be life after. And I guess that's where I want to go on to next. Obviously, the big news from this morning, the news that made everyone happy, the news that got everyone going. David Clowes, uh, I think it's pronounced Clowes. So many people have told me different ways today. David Clowes' company, Clowes Development, have officially purchased Pride Park Stadium. Amazing news. Brilliant news. They've also put an official bid in for the club and from what we've seen and from what I've heard, it's the only one that satisfies all predators. Um, so the likes of Andy Appleby, Mike Ashley did not pay enough to avoid minus 15. So his is the only one that's good enough and it does appear to be the right one. Uh, James, I mean, let's look back to this morning. Let's kind of pretend that we haven't lost our manager in the last hour. Um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Um, what what were your thoughts? What what did you think when you saw that that David Close had sort of come out of nowhere or Clouds had come out of nowhere and um had, had bought the club, really? Didn't see it coming. Um first first saw news filtering through on Twitter last night um of him uh, potentially you know buying the stadium and obviously wanting to be able to uh, to go ahead and then purchase the club. Um makes sense when you when you think about it. Um, I think his his net worth was is something around about 360, 370 yeah. million, something like that. Um, so he's he's got he's got money. Um it, don't get me wrong, I don't think we're gonna be rolling in it. It's not gonna be a case of we we come out of administration and all of a sudden we're able to go and spend uh, you know two, three million on on players to be able to attempt them to be able to come and play for um Derby County. Um but we just need stability, and that's 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 all I want. You know, echoing what obviously Jamie's just said, we need to be able to stay in the league. So to be able to have stability, I just want a club. That's all I want. I just want so I, I just want somewhere where I can go on a Saturday and shout um, and <laughs> enjoy enjoy the, the afternoon. You know, with with my dad or with my with my cousin or with my mates or whatever. That's that's all I want to be able to do. Um, and we've been living in fear for so long that that may not be the case. And we, we might be ending up, you know, going and watching AFC Derby versus Michelover sports. Do you know what I mean? But um, it, thankfully, you know, touch wood, it looks like that isn't going to be the case. And it looks like we are going to have a, some form of a, of a club next season. How competitive we're, we're going to be. Um, I I don't know. I'm I, I'm very much in the same camp as Jamie that I, I do not understand how bookies have got us as, as third or fourth favourites to be able to to go back up because we're in a relegation scrap already, um, and we are in massive massive danger of going into freefall. 
Um, mm. And ho- hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully we've got the right person to be able to come in and come and run the club sustainably. Unlike uh, Mr. Morris, who wanted to be able to play with his monopoly money and uh, and think thought he was on championship manager, as, as Curtis Davis alluded to a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're not in that fantasy world. Um, we're in a we're in a league or a business even um, as to where owning a football club is not profitable unless you are in the the top of the top league. Um, so you've got to be very very shrewd, um, and we need to be a lot shrewder now than what we were for the what seven years that uh, that Morris was in charge. Um, we've got a lot of hard work to be able to do, and we've got a lot of hard work to be able to do very very quickly. I just hope he's the right man to be able to lead us forward. I hope so too, mate, and that's very well said. And you've you've reminded me of something else, uh, just to sort of go back to the Rooney point a bit. Um, you know, something Rooney spoke about with Mel Morris a lot was the fact that he never spoke to him and he'd only find things out in the media. And I, I thought it was interesting today, um, Curtis Davis on Sky Sports was saying he didn't find out that Rooney was going from Rooney. He found it out from a friend who'd seen it on the internet. And it's sort of, you know, I don't want to change the topic back to that because obviously we've we've moved on a little bit from that. But obviously not mentally, but in the podcast we have. Um, but it, it does seem strange and sudden, doesn't it? The whole thing. But yeah, back to back to David Klaus. I mean, we do need to be shrewd. We really, really do need to be shrewd. We need to invest right. Um, that's my one concern with him. Obviously, he's not got that football experience. Um, but unlike another owner that we had very recently that was from Derby who refused to bring anyone in with football experience, I can't see him not doing that. I'm sure he'll do it. You know, he's he's going to bring someone in that knows the league, that knows football, um, and you've just got to hope that it's it's the right people. Um, and Callum, I mean, something that's been spoke about and, and we've mentioned it already is the fact that David Klaus is a Derby fan. He's been going for a long, long time, but also the fact that he's a good personality too. You know, we we saw all the stuff about our previous owner. Um, Mel Morris and the way that he would go into the changing rooms after games. I've spoken to numerous people who know David Klaus. They've said, there's no chance. There's no chance that ever happen. Does that reassure you a little bit? Because obviously it's, it's a bit, it's a bit worrying. Another fan coming in, obviously Mel Morris was never a fan. We all know that he only said that. So we liked him, but does it concern you a little bit that, that he might get a little bit too invested? No, not for me. Um, I think, um look he he's going to look at it with um a derby hat on but i hope that he looks at it from a business perspective and runs us properly i think we've had too many seasons now where as uh, james alluded to where we've we've kind of just played a bit of a video game on it and uh, and i think look i would take any day of the week now where we're we're unlike a Shrewsbury, a, a, a Cheltenham. Just just run like a football club, and we just get on with our day to day. And we're not in the media, um, and we can get our football club back. Because I think at the end there, with the last two or three seasons, we've had um, Lampard's Derby County, we've had Wayne Rooney's Derby County. It's been all over the, uh, social media and media. We've I think we just need to come back. Uh, and get it to what it was um, years ago where it was a, a Derby County that we were all happy to go and, and, and watch. And as James said, we all want to go back to going and watching. Um, 
like you said, he's got to be shrewd. He's got to get a fit. I mean, it's actually quite exciting um, to, to see who, who he does bring in um, mm. and sits with him. I think Ed Dawes alluded to it on the radio, like have a board that actually understands the football club, but also how to run a football club. Mm. Um, and because uh, at the moment, I, I wouldn't even back up four or five players to win a leisure league, let alone league one. Um, so I think, like you said, with with people saying, yeah, we're going to come straight back up. And, and I understand fans' um, excitement that, look, we're in the lower league, we're a big club, um, expectations are there, but we've got to be realistic at the end of the day. We, we are beginning pre-season with five players and under-16s. Um, yeah. This isn't going to be a, a walk in the park. Um, so... No, so yeah, if, if having someone who's a fan, all going for it, but I just don't want uh, a Mel Morris take to. Yeah, that's the biggest worry, isn't it? And you know, I've had a lot of people reply to me saying he's he's another Mel, he's another Mel, and that is obviously always going to be a worry uh, when someone comes in that's got something in common with the person that's done so much damage to the club. People's backs get up. They get nervous. I I completely understand it. You know, the set when I first heard about the interest, I did have some concerns. Obviously, you know, when it's the same boat as last time, or it seems to be the same boat as last time, it really makes you think, oh no, we're, we're going to go through all of this again. But everything that I've heard since, and you know, as you said, there everything that's been said since has has really sort of given me a little bit more hope. Um, and it is exciting. It is exciting. I know, obviously, we're all feeling quite down at the moment because of the Rooney news, which is, you know, natural because it's such a huge loss. But at the same time, we've got a real chance to build something here. Building from scratch is tough. It's tough in any league. It's going to be tough in League One on a budget that's probably not going to be ginormous. But again, if we get the right people in, we've got a real good chance. And and we've got a real good chance to build something special. We've just got to make sure we do it right. Um, So yeah, Jamie, that sort of leads me to you. And... uh, Callum spoke there about we've only got six players, five, six players. You know, we've got a few friendlies in a few weeks uh, and not a lot of players to play in them. Um, Apparently, we can start signing players from next week. Some people have said that we can sign players when the loan comes in. I don't know which is true. I wish I did. Um, So that doesn't leave us a lot of time before our friendlies kick off. Uh, I can't remember when the earliest one is. Is it seventh of July or something like that? Very, very early on. Stephen is aware, I think. Uh, it doesn't give us a lot of time to build a team, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, and I think all eyes will be on the the pitches on Monday to see if we can see any familiar faces, um, whether that be players that are out of contracts and are, are coming coming back and, and hoping to get something. Um, or trialists like we saw last year with uh, Sonia Luka, Sonia Luka, um, Jagielka, Tom Carroll, those kind of those kind of players. So, yeah, all eyes on that for, for Monday. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be difficult. Um, there's probably gonna be a couple of lads that we're gonna have to rely on quite heavily. Maybe the likes of Jack Stretton, maybe the likes of you know Liam Thompson, who who did well last year. Um, you know, maybe he he can come back and uh, and and kind of start and and be a kind of focal point in the midfield alongside Bird. You know, but we, we, again, we're 
we're assuming that these people are going to stay. We're assuming that no clubs are going to come in for them, um, whether that be a, a transfer or or kind of, you know, handing them a contract. So it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. I'd like to think that there's a couple of players that were here last season that, that would want to stay. The big one for me is Curtis Davis, honestly. I'm upset about Rooney, don't get me wrong. Um, but if the news was that Curtis had left today, I, I don't think I'd be able to be on this this podcast, honestly. I think I'd be, um, yeah, kicking stuff in the garden and, yeah, just being generally miserable. Um, so I'm really hoping that, you know, he's the he's the one that we we tie down first. But but yeah, like you say, it's it's a case of just see what happens. I think if it is Liam, um, he'll have names in mind and players in mind that he would want to bring in. Maybe that's the same list that that Rooney had. We don't know. I don't think Rooney's kind of leaving under a cloud and kind of thinking, you know, I hope that that, that Derby do go. Um, so get, you know, go down again or, or I wouldn't want to see them do well. I think he generally does care about us. So maybe Liam or whoever takes us forward is, is kind of looking at that list. But you just don't know, do you? It's, it's, all, it's all still very much up in the air. I think it's going to be kind of day by day, um, but hoping to, you know, to get that contract news first and, and then seeing some new players through the door, really. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's just it's another really tough one, isn't it? It's a hard one to kind of visualise and speak about because we don't know anything yet. And that was one of my main worries. I think one of the first things I thought of when Rudy went was what happens with the players. You know, a lot of the players are there because of him. Um, you you've already touched on Ravel Morrison. Um, you know, a, a couple of other players are there because of Wayne Rooney. You know, it does make you think, are we going to lose these players? You know, even the likes of like Aaron Cashin and wherever Rooney goes next, because I'm assuming he will go somewhere next, is he going to want to take these players with him? You know, it's a real worry, um, but we've just got to try not to think about that too much and and hope that we can tie these players down sooner rather than later and, and get something sorted. So... Lads, it's been a it's been it's been a different podcast to usual. It's been a it's been a tough one so, uh, to say the least. I can't speak now. That's, that's how bad it's been. Uh, I've got one last question. You know, we always end on a question, and usually it's a fun one, but this is a quite a hard one. Um, I just want to ask all of you: Who do you think is going to be Derby County manager on the first game of the season? Uh, I'm going to go to you, James. First, what do you reckon? Um. I don't think it's going to be uh, Liam Rosenmore. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised to be able to see him walk. Um, do you know what? I'm going to be really controversial and kind of contradict what I'd said in the previous podcast that I was on here, uh, that I would never have anybody back. I look at who did a really good job on a, on a, on no budget last oh, time. Oh, no. I know what's yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm go- I'd have Nigel Clough. I genuinely oh. would. Yeah. Um, look, the, the the guy, the guy knows the league, um, and he might not be everybody's cup of tea. He might not have played the most attractive football, but let's not forget that the vast majority of that team that got all the way through to the playoff final in thirteen fourteen was his, with mm. a few bits added from Steve McLaren and him then to be able to coach them. The vast majority of that squad was his, mm. um, and we need someone to be able to navigate us through what's going to be a very very tough season. I'm not expecting anywhere near promotion, playoffs, top half. I, I'm 
we need to be able to scrap. Um, I'd love, I'd love Warnock, but he ain't going to come out of retirement. Um, but uh, you, you've got to look at what's realistic. Yeah. Um, and that would make sense to me, to be honest with you. Um, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I, that's interesting, to be honest. I mean, I've, I, I, you know, I'll be completely honest with you. I've never been Nigel Clough's biggest fan from a footballing perspective. I, I'm with you completely. He, he built a brilliant team on no money. You know, he brought loads of players in that were young, 23, 24, 25, and they were running rings around people. It's just the problem was when they started running rings around people, they weren't playing for him. And that that's the only concern I have with Nigel Clough. I completely agree. I, I think he'd he'd probably build a decent team. Uh, the one thing that would worry me, uh, I don't know whether it worries me, but I guess sort of looking at it, he's not got the best relationship with Derby fans. He's not got the best relationship with, I guess, Derby County anymore. You know, we had all the stuff when he was Burton manager uh, and he was coming out, you know, even cancelled the pre-season friendly that we had um, at the start of the season that we'd had for something ridiculous, like 15 years or something on the bounce. And, and all of a sudden, Nigel Clough's in charge and we don't play that game anymore. So I, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's a really good shout. It's a really good shout. It's definitely one that's uh, going to bring up some talking points from people, I'm sure. Um, Callum, how do you follow um... that? <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, so I mean, what I'd probably look at is um, like David Clowes is, is a Derby fan. That, I think that is the biggest thing that you're gonna when it comes to a managerial appointments. At the end of the day, is he gonna go back to look? I'm a fan. I remember going as a fan to all these games under Nigel Clough and and doing what James says and bringing someone in who knows the club inside out. Or does he go quite of with, with the advisors something quite left field um, and but. Jody Morris is, is uh, unemployed at the moment and is <laughs> is, is, is uh, obviously still doing some coaching with um, with some clubs and that in around the area and stuff. Um, I think it'll be some. I generally I don't know a name. I think it'll be someone quite who we're not even thinking of. People have mentioned like Paul Hurst and and that uh, Grimsby and that sort of thing. I think it for me it just needs to be someone who knows League One, League Two, inside and out. Um, people have said Sean Dutch. I can't see Sean Dutch dropping from Premier League to League One. Not to um, this team. <laughs> not to this team. Um, and if they think he does, I think he'd uh, done it on a drunken bet at a pub or something. Um, but um, but no, I think you look at, like I said, I think I think Liam will be taking charge of the first game. Mm. Whether he'll be the manager for the season, that's that's I don't think he will be. But Ooh. I think he will be taking charge of the first game. That's that's even more concerning, I think, in that scenario, isn't it? Because if if we end up not having a permanent manager, what's that team going to look like? I think that's... we'll have one. I think it's just, uh, just, just don't think this uh, takeover will be uh, as rapid as everyone thinks. I think at the end of the day, it will just slightly peter. I'll be honest, Callum. I really hope you're wrong. And me. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Jamie. Who do you reckon? Who's who's going to be Derby's manager first game of the season? I'm going to go with Rosinia. Um and I'm going to go for Bucko as his number two. Ooh. I think Curtis will sign and have more of a kind of player coach role, mm. hopefully with the captain's armband on. Um, three, you know, defenders, three fantastic defenders in their day. Um, so hopefully we'll build from not conceding too many goals um, and hopefully sign a player that can, you know, put some goals in there the back of the net 
um, up the other end. I think that's where my preference would be. However, if there was an experienced manager, you know, James mentioned Warnock, I'd, I'd love Warnock um, for a season just to steady the ship. Um, and and then we can kind of go from from there. But yeah, preference at the moment would be would be Liam, um, and and hoping he gets that opportunity because I think he does deserve it. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, you know, first off, I hope Curtis Davis is our captain. I hope he can uh, find the captain's armband in the bottom of Tom Lawrence's golf bag. Um, <laughs> but but as well, I mean, you know, it'd be good to see Rossini have a go. I really hope it's him. Part of me really thinks that he's going. I just feel like, you know, with with everything that's going on, will he take the way out? Maybe, you know, if he's not offered the manager's job straight off the bat, I think he'll go. I think, you know, you talked about him being a bit of an interim, Callum. I don't think he'd want to do that. Uh, you know, he's been in that situation before. You know, when when Koku went and and it was horrible. Um, so I don't think he'd want to do that. Uh, a name that I've seen around is Tony Mowbray. Um, something interesting, uh, someone I know bumped into him on holiday uh, and spoke to him about Derby. And he said that uh, if Mike Ashley took over, that I don't know how true this is. He said that if Mike Ashley took over, he would have been a potential candidate for the Derby job. Now, would that be the same under David Klaus? We don't know. But he's someone who's who did a decent job with Blackburn, considering the whole board was against him for the entire season. He did quite a good job. So, yeah, I've, I have a feeling it may be him. What do you reckon, Callum? What are you thinking? I'm just throwing a name out there. Chris Uton's still sniffing around. Oh, we can't do that, can we? Not going to happen. No. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah, what's Billy Davis doing? Z Z free? Yeah, business. Oh, no, not again. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, it would right. be proper banter era Derby fans. It? <laughs> it, it really would. It would. It would. And if a, if it was a Derby fan that appointed him as well, I think I think we should probably <laughs> cease to exist. <laughs> so, lads, it's it's been great. It's hard circumstances. It's not the easiest thing to talk about, but it's been good discussions. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. You know, let us know on Twitter. Who do you think is going to take over? What do you think of Rooney's departure? What do you think of David Klaus? What do you think of the fact that he sits in the North stand? You know, all these different questions. <laughs> and um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, lads, for being on. Cheers, Jake. Cheers, Cheers Jake. Lads. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.